Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We are on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. These are the wrong people in the wrong place. Sure did. Why'd you do that? He told me to. I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast, episode 329, covering Stargate Universe, season finale for season one, Incursion, part one. And we have our most popular guest, almost co-host, but I hadn't quite upgraded him to that yet. Good evening. Morning. Popular, where was that survey? Most frequent, to be more appropriate, I think. I was thinking frequent, but my mouth decided to go with popular, so I let it run. Yes, as you do. Welcome back, Brad. Morning, Mark. Yeah. Morning, Alan. Morning, Brad. Yes. How morningy is it? Uh, 4am. Right. 5 degrees. Oh, I'd quite happily uh, kill for 5 degrees, you know, compared to, say, 22 and 100% humidity. Oh. Well, it was 5am for Brad, but we'd be nattering for about 25 minutes, so it's probably dawn at this point. No, it was 4am. It'll be 5am by the time we finish this episode. <laughs> Star Wars thing was cancelled, so Waterford, Ingress. What Star Wars thing is that then? I play. I told you, I play a giant pink Wookiee. Oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Okay. But I were annoyed this weekend because I couldn't get out of Dublin to Ingress because I had this on Saturday and that thing on Sundays. Or Thursday, our Dublin bus elected to strike. The bus or the bus driver or the machines taking over? <laughs> the bus driver. <laughs> I watched two episodes of Stranger Things. I meant to watch one episode of Stranger Things. I watched the first episode last night, also after hearing all this chatter about it. But mostly um, because I was trying to save the Netflix original shows for when I get home. Yep. Because I'm not 100% sure what the selection would be like in January. But I'm hearing so much chatter about it. If I don't watch it soon, I'm not going to end up getting spoiled. Yes, once again, we'll be recording two episodes tonight, so you'll forgive us if... The introduction to uh, the actual commentary gets a bit truncated. Oh, I think we've got plenty of padding material that you can throw in. Not the material that people are actually interested in listening to. You don't know. You don't want to put them off before the main part of the show. It does something called Gatecast, of course. Yeah, I don't think we want to do that. (laughs) I watched two episodes of Stranger Things. I meant to watch one episode of Stranger Things. The following presentation is brought to you through the power of science. shiny. I'm science fiction writer Scott Pearson. I'm his daughter, Ella. And we are are Two two Generations generations of of Geek. Anything can happen in the next half hour. If you like geeky things, and we know you do, check out our podcast, Generations Geek, a family-friendly celebration of the nerdiverse, brought to you by the Chronic Rift Network which broadcasts from a treehouse in Lothlorien. We talk amongst ourselves about geeky things, like our favorite movies, from black-and-white classics of stop-motion animation to the latest in 3D CGI. Plus, we have amazing guests, from New York Times best-selling authors to astronauts. No, really, 
astronauts. Drop by GenerationsGeek.com for links to all our episodes. And remember, no geeks are harmed in the making of our podcast. Right then, as Alan says, we're going to be watching Episode Incursion Part 1 tonight. The runtime from the Region 2 DVD is 41 minutes 49 seconds. As per usual, if you want to watch along with us, set the video at the black screen. Unfortunately, the line has long since disappeared from the MGM video releases. Poor Clarence. He's gone. Yes. Served as a very useful uh, marker for watching and syncing up. Paid by Bond now. They've kept him for the premium content. (laughs) Right. Right, Bradley, do you have a preferred countdown? Ah, uh, let's keep it to Irish. Go you, about you. A three, a do, a in, Vicky. This is what destiny intended from the moment it entered the star system. Right then, we'll start off with a bit of episode trivia. Incursion, part one, season one, episode 19 of Stargate Universe. This is Gatecast episode 329. This episode was written by Joseph Melosi and Paul Mully and directed by Andy Makita. Premiered in America June the 4th, 2010. Also in Canada on the same night. The UK, June the 8th. Germany, June the 9th. Australia, June the 11th. Belgium and Holland, June the 18th. And Sweden, November the 12th. Surprisingly, one series with an episode of the same name. That was a Halle Berry series extent. But there have been a couple of movies and five shorts. And that's it, folks. So let's see the previously. We know that you are a traitor and a murderer. Now we know you're a coward, too. No! Yes, the revelation that Telford had been brainwashed. Yeah. Came out of the blue there, but explained so much. Begin venting the atmosphere in Colonel Telford's quarters now. And the Icarus planets aren't as uh, unique as we thought. No. Open this damn door! And there we go, then. We're back. Telford's locked yeah. in the room. Yeah, you think if the atmosphere is venting... He'd be focused on entering a trance-like state mm-hmm. and relaxing, all worked and conservative, yeah. conserving oxygen as much as possible. You need to restore the atmosphere. Mrs. Young, please disregard that request. Considering it only takes about a minute or so to convince, you really ain't got much choice in that. His actions, his emotive actions here, at least have triggered a reaction in Camille. Mm. What if Scott pulled a gun on Young? You'd argue that a military man obeys the chain of command unless it comes to murdering someone in cold blood then they should be, by any civilised rules, be forced to intervene. I'm not trying to make a point. And more effort, more force. Mm. We're seeing Scott question Young. The door, sir, please. You know what I'm doing. What you're doing, he's killing him. I know that, Lieutenant. Brody! I'm surprised Greer's not getting in between them. Mm. A bit more. I think Greer doesn't expect Scott to do anything. He's quite happy to let the two officers, you know, argue. What's happening to him? This must be very painful for Rush in Telford's body. He doesn't know really what's going on. Mm. But as mentioned later in the episode, if it explained why he's doing Mm. this, you'd have lost all this drama. Although, if you'd seen Stargate, you know, well, you'd presume. <laughs> well. Well, that was the only stretch that I come to. Could this be the end of Colonel Telford? Tune in next week, or stay tuned for another 30 seconds and find out. Dead plus 10 seconds, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> How long's it going to take PJ to get up here? Get on that radio. Yeah, you would have thought maybe an oxygen tank or something. Yeah. Anything. 
You've killed him. See, we've come to learn that Brody wasn't in on what was happening, but he was willing to back Young all the way. Hmm. You can only assume that before Rush went gallivanting off through the communication stones, he actually told him to do that. Don't you die on me. The paperwork could be immense. I just don't need the hassle at the moment. You ungrateful sod. <laughs> and that's significant. He switched to calling him David. Yeah. You're all in danger. Why? They're coming. Who's coming in? They're coming to take destiny. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Could be a problem. No. How. When. Where. <laughs> we need guns. Quick, build an iris. Hmm. You could have five minutes. Someone get some boxes. We've been informed that this ship faces an incursion by armed forces of the Lucian Alliance. The Put something in between the yeah. gate. Would that force it not to engage? Unplug it? <laughs> yeah, do something to it. You don't. Unplugging it would do any good since the one who gets the energy from the dialing gate. Hmm. Yeah, but if it doesn't, the date's not active at this end. Abydos, all they did was put some cover stones on it, and it couldn't be dialed to. Interesting, I, di I didn't see a guest starring Richard Dean Anderson pop up. Good, we weren't spoiled. Well, there aren't that many guest stars, you haven't got time. <laughs> They're throwing everything at this finale. Intel on the planet from which the Lucian Alliance intends to launch their assault. They're dispatching forces as I speak. A nice commentary for the, this episode and the next one. Elena Huffman and Elise Lebeck. They had a, a lot of fun. Charlie, Elena's daughter, she was in on the commentary. They said that this episode had the SG-1 feel to it, not only because of the guest stars. It read like an SG-1 episode, more action-orientated. All non-military personnel will be ordered back to your quarters, where you will remain until the situation has been resolved. Make no mistake, this will be dealt with swiftly and decisively. Thank you. That is all. Well, with decisive and confident leadership like that, what could possibly go wrong? Stay tuned, folks. You're going to find out. Colonel. I don't know about anybody else, but I think I'm with the young. Whenever Camille turns up, you think, oh, no. Now what? A couple of hours ago, Colonel Telford admitted to being a mole for the Lucian Alliance. And now, suddenly, he's on our side. Yeah. You trust him. I didn't say that. You're going you're gonna to mention after everyone's been called to action? The significant part is he was brainwashed. He didn't do it willingly. What in the hell was that? What in the hell was that, sir? All you had to do was tell me. I was keeping you out of it. You didn't have to. Whoa. If I had known that killing him and bringing him back was the only way to beat that brainwashing technology, I'd have been behind you 100%. So you'll follow orders as long as I explain everything to you beforehand? No, sir, that is not well, what that's I good, meant. because if it was, we'd have a problem, Lieutenant. Do we have a problem? <laughs> I like that point. Deniability. If he died, you wouldn't be to blame. If I told you, you would be. Again, one or two days after oh. the incident happened. Oh! <laughs> yes. Settle down, boy. Remember the chain of freaking command. It's the chain I get and I beat with you, you until you discover who's in command. I always like that when they do that. A simple, simple little trick. Just to remind you. Yeah. The point of interest, why would CPR on him walk on Rush? Good point. Maybe Rush is dead. <laughs> Yeah, so all the things he's done while he's been, you know, uh, brainwashed, come rushing back. The deaths on that planet, his betrayal, perhaps even interfering with uh, Jung's missus. No, he's an ass anyway. I don't think he is. I mean, there seems to be some history between them. Not necessarily antagonistic. 
No, my defense, it wasn't the first thing I tried. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, Mr. Brainwashing explains why you've been such an ass. Two men having an honest and frank conversation, both feeling awkward and, <laughs> and neighbor fishing. <laughs> Elena said she met Lou Diamond Phillips's wife in Baby Gap before they recorded this commentary. Depressing state of affairs when there's a baby gap. You have no idea what it's like to remember things that you've done that... Uh... It certainly can't be easy for Telford to look back on the memories and realize what he's done. Not sure exactly how he can redeem himself, except try to gain the trust of the crew again. Not gonna be easy at all. You gotta send me back. Not yet. I've done all that I can. I've already killed you once. I'm more useful to you in my own body. Back there with them, Everett, you know that. How the hell else are you gonna get rushed back? Huh? Listen, you've gotta get him out of there. David, listen to me. You just come back from the dead. I want you to get your strength back first. Yep, you've come back from the dead. David Daniel Jackson Telford. They're not hiding anymore, are they? Nah, no. No. <laughs> and it's still a real bump at the stages too, isn't it? Still a second one coming. Yeah. Yep. Well, like Lou Diamond, you know, when he came on set for last week's episode, he thought it was fake. Rona met Elena, you know, and she touched it. Kind of small, into it? We didn't realise you were pregnant either. <laughs> You're up for this. Not even close. What are you planning to do? Evacuate the atmosphere in the gate room the minute they step through. Kill them all, you mean? Well, yeah, it does seem a reasonable response to an invasion. If you're asking for forgiveness, I can't help you there either. Oh, say what you like about TJ. She sticks to her guns. She knows what she believes and she she lives it. Uh, Mike doesn't think it's pretty. On the contrary, I think it looks a very nice piece of uh, CGI digital map painting. You're back. She's charming, isn't she? <laughs> that was me. Oh, thank you very much. I had to see whether you were faking. Well, I wasn't. I apologise. Yeah, if, I, if you die, it'll be because I kill you. I don't think she means it. I think she uses the apologies in a, as a tactical way. You know, she'll bow down, she'll grovel if it suits. What oh, she, bow you know, down. That's, up, a, that's, a, that's a sort of insincere bullshit apology that one of my bosses gave me once. Hello. <laughs> Go get him, Sam. That hello, by the way, would be an uppercase. Running planetary scans. Captain Kleinman, played by Kirby Morrow, makes his single appearance on Stargate Universe. Sir, it looks like the intel is good. The planet's laced with Nequadria deposits. We're also reading a huge energy signature emanating from what looks like a pyramid. Pyramid? That takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> no. So Rush can't be beamed out. No, sir. We'll have to go in with ground forces from the outside. All right, Colonel. Have a go. Amanda had to get her ear dyed blonde for this appearance, and then the next day she had to get it dyed back to brunette for Sanctuary. Uh, <laughs> it's had so much abuse over the years, it takes it no problem. Yep. What was that? We're under attack. Can we dial the night chevron? No, I'm say blowing everything up. Dial it. So obviously will be. This is harkening back to episode one, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. The base that they're dialing from. It's basically they basically just flipped it around, yeah. except that they uh, haven't got the budget to show a major battle going on. Which you got a base with an unstable power source. You're going to try and blow it up. Shoot at it. <laughs> yeah. It's about I don't remember and I don't want you to tell me about it. what happens when Rush 
enters the same region of space that he's communications from connected with. The same as Thor on the same phone twice. Daniel! I found. He's finally watching uh, the videos that he probably should have done in the first place. Of course, most of this information is out today because the Lucian Alliance have come on leaps and bounds, as we said, from their days of being drug runners. It's a shame he can't connect it to the larger screen behind him, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Some nice exteriors. Surely he'd have walked on that, you know, so we could play videos. <laughs> yeah, some sort of a linking cable. Ancient Wi-Fi. <laughs> Always one of the funny things, you know, on TNG. Why isn't data wireless? Yeah. <laughs> and the funny things on Star Wars is they have faster than light travel, but not instant communication. Hmm. Okay, unscheduled drop from FTL. No doubt Destiny is recognising the code. It's happening now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm locking myself in. Yeah. With you. <laughs> that worked out rather nicely. Go! Radio back when you reach the other side. And take him with you. Now this is where the mistakes begin. Yeah. That is the only thing I don't like about this episode. Young, as a commander, is pathetic. Yep. Colonel Young. I see them, Eli. All personnel report to your designated areas. This is not a drill. Defense teams stand by. Whee! On the behind the scenes on the DVD and Blu-rays, They've got that gold green screen and they've got a little ramp that the actors run up and leap on. Huh. <laughs> it's hilarious watching it. Which weapon? This one. How long will it take to retrack him? A minute or so? That's about right. Like, why hasn't the room already been vented? They do all that before, you know they're coming. That might have stopped them coming through in the first place. If they were able to get a radio call back to say stop sending people, but they tried to do that when the first group come through too and they couldn't radio back to say stop, slow down. Well, if they'd have done it straight away, it would have taken all the uh, worry off it. If you saw Telford come through then, there's nothing you could have done anyway. But he's the last one through, so once they've collapsed, you could go to him first and revive him and then... Convent enough so that they can't breathe anymore and they'll just collapse. Yeah, dot down to 5%. Mistakes are starting to happen. Dot down 5% so they can barely breathe. Can't do anything. Monitor from here, stay on the radio. Got it. What happened? Colonel? No, no, it's, it's me. Rush? Yeah. The ship. Listen to lights. No, we know everything. Telford told us. So what are we doing about it then? I mean, it's, it's not only this, but he it's knows that the Lucian Alliance have the specs of destiny. They know what they're facing. They've probably got pictures of the gate room. Yeah, yeah, he's maybe not Polaroids, he's, but he's put all his trust in the half a dozen soldiers. He's got limited supplies and ammo. Yeah, and these are mercenaries coming through that will die otherwise. If they don't do what they're told, they'll probably get shot anyway. Yeah, Colonel, I'm reading a huge energy spike. At this rate, they got less than a minute before their core goes up. Get our people out of the shielded areas and beam them back to the ship now. <laughs> okay, so haven't uh, haven't solved the issue of destroying the power source after you die. That's good to see the old gate again, too. I think, as Rush says, he needed a bit more time to refine the calculations to so he could do it smoothly. Don't turn the tap on fully, just turn it on a little bit. Get as many of our people through as you can. Well, that was it. They needed precise energy flow, didn't they? That's why the original gate was always failing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh wrecking it at the place. Watch it, watch it, clear there. Colonel 
but we still have two 302s on their way back from the planet. The burden is off command. That's okay, haven't we put hyperdrive engines on them yet? You'd have thought that would have been a rather decent upgrade, wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, you've got the X-Wing, that's FTL. Bye bye. And there she goes. Even just single use, jump, drive. <laughs> oh, oh, that's got to hurt. Steam? No, was that actual steam? Yeah. I always figured it was dry ice. Same here. Uh, aren't we supposed to go to our quarters? These are my quarters. I'm not going anywhere. What control does the I have from there? Is he just a watching station? Yeah, just a key now. Control center, isn't it? He really doesn't want like anybody else using those keynotes. He brought Rush along with them. We're gonna have to do this the hard way. Please tell me he never keynote Chloe in the chair. Oh, there's a keynote floating in that chair somewhere. Well, we saw Haig looking in on James, didn't we? What did you do to the gate? It wasn't me. You killed over a hundred of my men. It was Rush. How? You are outnumbered and outgunned. Yes, to engage the enemy, you're actually going to have to let them out. Are you seriously telling me? Yes. Telford? Lucian Alliance forces, you are surrounded and sealed in. You will also find the intel provided by Colonel Telford is now useless. Young makes assumptions about this which a military commander shouldn't do. With your hands on your heads, or we will vent the entire compartment to space. Can they do it? Than they should have. Exactly. She would have done. No worry at all. She's been happy to kill everybody that opposed her. And they're watching this. You need young on the radio. Yeah. Stop, stop that. Stop, stop what you're doing. Stop. Yeah, this isn't good. Yeah. This isn't good. Reacting like <laughs> they're disobeying. Colonel, they're up to something. Talk to me. They've got something to open the doors. Yeah, understatement of the episode. And they're putting gas masks yeah. on. Yeah, there's not there's not nothing yeah. still getting well done. <laughs> communicated here. Hey, come on! <laughs> oh, Grenades in a spaceship. Well, the destiny is rather robust compared to other ships. Don't really grenades the flashbangs. Yeah. There's a lot of windows uh, facing I can outside tell you though. That they're a lot more effective than that. Yeah. A lot louder and a lot brighter. Rush, you should stay here. No, no. The ship's under attack. Rush! Rush! He's probably running in the opposite direction. Don't worry about it. <laughs> He's going back to that secondary control room to lock himself in. Ah. Oh. <sighs> Riley? Riley's down. That's a close call when you've got a furrow mm. in your forehead. They're not really showing any tactical awareness when it comes to retreating, are they? They're just walking backwards and hoping they don't get shot. Oh, I don't know what the gas masks are for. They're not going to help if there's no atmosphere. Eli, let's go! Now! Yeah. yeah. And this part of the episode, I really did like. Should have done armed civilians. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's an elevator this way. Totally random turning to an elevator. Let's face it. When when Rush and Camille took over the ship, they had more control over the the doors and whatnot. Didn't we see the random turn into a elevator to escape in Siege One, Two, or Three? Pretty sure that happened in the Landis as well. No! <laughs> Yes. She'd probably... Ah. Oh, well, thank you. Couldn't have done that five seconds early. <laughs> we can assume Rush has got a destination in mind. He's just not running for the sake of it. Run! 
Yeah, now you realise what a bad idea it was leaving the infirmary. Oh, they got her. You're welcome. Wanna get the hell out of there now? Well, come on, Nicholas. Say thank you. He's just about saved your life. Chloe, give him a shot. Here, let me loosen your clothing a bit. At least going right through. Yeah, I've gone right through. See, it's okay. He'll be, you'll be okay. Uh, uh, okay. uh, uh. At least said in the commentary that uh, that whole sequence incredibly fun but incredibly terrifying. Running through a room full of men firing blanks on set. Be fine. Yeah, well, you still got the the cushion and everything going on. You just haven't got the boards flying. So, yeah, they've often said you know the pressure waves can damage the cameras. Mm. They have lost footage in the past, even on digital cartridges. Well, even, you know, look at some of those classic Stargate episodes, um, Redemption and that, when they're firing through the attacks and just close quarters with full auto, and a lot of them sets are just vibrating instantly to plaster falling from the gaps. <laughs> like, it makes good for the, the appearance of live fire. Oh, that's going to be sticky now. <laughs> and that's something he wouldn't have come across before. Yes, his mother's illness isn't going to be given those sort of symptoms, and a bloodied nose or cut finger is it's quite different from a major leg wound. little boy's growing up. Uh, for a second there I thought she was actually uh, concerned about his wound. <laughs> no, she's just getting the radio. Colonel Young. Who is this? Commander Kiva of the Lucian Alliance forces. We will not be complying with your request to surrender. <laughs> That's rude. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, circumstances have changed. She was probably expecting a more robust defence, actually. We barely made hyperspace. This time it was even closer. What about casualties? A couple. Two of my 302s couldn't make it back, and if Rush was still on the planet... I'm sorry, Sam. Yes, sir. Did any of them make it to Destiny? I haven't heard. I wonder how much a 302 cost to build. Well, even now, like, yeah, they might be pumping them out, but the cost wouldn't have dropped too much. No, what, what is it? One of the Raptors is about $30 million or something. Mm. Just in case you're curious, I was a little bit off in my estimation on the cost of a Raptor. The total budget given to the project was roughly uh, $66 billion. So a single aircraft would cost around $160 million. Factoring the actual overall production cost, each aircraft cost the US taxpayer around $330 million each. Wow. Can we have a little life form sensors, please? Yeah. yeah. Red dots or something. Yeah. Down the area behind them. Given the technology at their disposal, it won't stop them, but it should give us some breathing room. How? Yes, guys, I think you've realised by now, they were ready for you. You had home court, and you still screwed it up. Are we sure they're contained? Yes, unless they figure out how to open doors. <laughs> yeah, we might be in trouble then. Yeah, I, uh, I've done a head count. We have 12 missing and presumed captured, including Riley, TJ, Eli, and Chloe. Come on! I assume because they're showing you the vents, they're underlining the fact there's no air supply in this part of the ship. Mm. They're actually fortunate they've got any life support on. And I'm assuming they didn't hit the fenerol artery or should be dead already. No, you're, you're fine. Look at here. Hey, look at me. Will we run on the outside. Don't most of the main ones run on the inside the leg? No, at the very least is in shock. Yeah, shock's unpleasant. I've been there. I've been off on the after accident number three. <laughs> I've never been to this part of the ship before. I don't think anyone has. 
I just press some random buttons. We can't get back. I'm guessing someone locked out elevator access. I just pressed some random buttons and here we are. I'm surprised nobody's tried that before. Mm. What happens if I press this one? Oh, yeah, put a canal in the lift and see what it does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like I said, it, it proves the elevators go up, down, and left and right, like classic Star Trek. Mm. And Willy Wonka. <laughs> I don't think they go outside the ship, though. Given his like size it. and given her weight, he could probably carry her. Yeah. At least for a short distance. Here we go. Just remember to lift with your legs. Mm. Yeah, bend your knees. I do like getting the refresher course on uh, manual handling yeah. when you have to pick a cardboard box up <laughs> to prove you can pick a cardboard box up. So say slap it on posters in the lavatory every time you go. You hold the control interface room, which I'm told is the ship's nerve center. What do you want? We came here for the same reasons you did. We don't want to hurt anyone. You're welcome to stay aboard Destiny and help us realize the potential of her discovery. <laughs> yes, the Lucian Alliance. We're doing this for the advancement of science. Yeah. Or I vent the atmosphere in the sections you're occupying and keep the ship. If you had that in you, Colonel, you would have done it already. Although, you get the question, why are they doing this? There's nothing on Destiny that's better than what they've got. Yeah, and again goes back to something's happened previously. They've found something, discovered something, they've found these door locks, or they've made their own. There's no backstory to how much they actually know about Destiny and what a mission is. Well, that's it. Nobody knows what a mission is, apart from fly through the galaxy just for the hell mm. on it. And it must be limited knowledge, otherwise, why aren't they at the bridge? Why aren't they doing more than just uh, holding up the gate room? Yeah, I think the only reason the Lucian Alliance are in interested in this is because the SGC was interested in it. Hmm. And they've got the manpower and resources to actually see what's going on. Yeah, and take control before. That's a good acting of scared. Mm. That's a mistake. It's a demonstration. They spent a long time sitting on this hard floor in that position. <laughs> Knees. The hands over her head. One of the guys brought her a little apple crate so she could sit on it. And some of the background guys that were in there just for the day, you know, wanted to know why she was getting preferential <laughs> treatment. A, I'm pregnant. And B, I'm, not, I'm, I'm one of the stars of the show. Yeah. Even just name drop or plop drop that they found the launch the launch site for the Destiny or something. Give them a reason why they're so interested and have the tech and knowledge to take it over, get on board. It would have added a little bit to the episode, mm. give them some background right. to it. I'm interested in her willingness to quite happily kill her when she's obviously pregnant. Yeah, I think Kiva's murdered men, women and children throughout the galaxy. Or at least ordered people to, anyway. Yeah, you don't become a commander in this group mm. without being rather ruthless. Female too. A section of quarter is exposed to space. The ship's shield will hold long enough for us to pass. We will slowly vent atmosphere to space, yes, but we can seal the quarter again after we've taken the ship. As we've seen, this isn't a military command structure. You get to the top by being better, stronger, more aggressive than the person above you, ultimately taking over their area of command or territory. <laughs> she just couldn't help herself. She's off again. Yeah. How many times does Camille look to get access to power or authority and then totally wig out when she gets I'd like it? to come down and have a cup of tea and discuss the other situations. <laughs> Everything can be solved through negotiation and discussion. Yeah, exactly. In a civilised world, this is probably the way you do it, but this isn't civilised. She's a medic. We can use her in the event. It's like any authority. It only works because the majority of the people allow it to work. Mm. Yeah. Who is this? My name is Camille Ray. I am the civilian authority aboard the ship. 
I'd like to act as an intermediary to resolve this issue without further bloodshed to you. She's probably already thinking, how can I manipulate this woman? <laughs> dig, dig. <laughs> In theory. Yeah. Colonel North, what were you doing the other day? A prisoner exchange. Your people for ours. If I release my prisoners, Colonel Young will not hesitate to vent this compartment. You have 12 of our people. We have only four of yours. I propose an even trade, four for four. This way you maintain your advantage and gain some much-needed manpower. Before we can kill them. At least Rush is talking from experience. He knows what she's like. In our society, the military takes orders from civilian leadership. Hmm. He won't give up a life, otherwise he would have invented the atmosphere. Telford in the background just smiling and shaking his head. Almost as if, yeah, I know, daft, crazy, isn't it? Oh, the boys are at it again. That should buy us some time. Look, you're trying to save lives here, obviously that's a good thing, but even if she agrees to the four, which is doubtful, she won't go any further than that. Once the equation tips to the, the point of acceptable losses... No, 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 there will be no acceptable Colonel losses. Colonel Young has already determined what that number is. He knows the chances of us winning without loss of life are practically nil. So limit our losses, yes, all that we can. But eventually you're going to have to do something. You don't know what you're talking about. You forget. I've recently you been one of you, except you were getting yourself You should have disconnected us. the stones. Hey, guys. Hostage situation. Please concentrate. Please! I'm going to save every one of those hostages, and I'm going to retake this ship. Very no, nice. Big talk. Yeah, it's good to have a goal. You just get on the stones and swap with Jack. Yeah, and Jack will tell you to just do what needs to be done. I just want to quit. I mean, these haven't felt this good in ages. <laughs> we are to gamble this ship and all of our lives in the hope that some traitor... Again, brainwashed traitor. At this point, Jung has total faith in Telford. I know he said to Camille he didn't trust implicitly. There's still a little bit of work to do. Yeah. There. Very flat, isn't it? Yeah, mm. there's no detail texture. At least they're getting a nice walk around the ship. In new parts of it. But it's yeah. probably a shot we're not going to see again either, so why spend a lot on it? Yeah. I guess those elevators go more than just up and down. It also sort of uh, gives you the idea that why there's so many areas of um, vacuum of space because they've got so many windows looking out that have been damaged or broken <laughs> in battles. I said a few buttons I wasn't supposed to press. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think you you begin to recognise the technology of any species if they can put windows in the. You can. I gotta wonder how much of that is Eli, how much of that is David Blue enjoying close personal contact with an attractive young girl. You know, because I can see the expression on his face. He hasn't quite got the mix of uh, love and pain that he should have. I don't know if I can. Come on, Eli, put some effort into it. No problem. I got you. This is my Lieutenant Varro. Save him. I wonder if... Save him or you die. Yep. Mike Dopu. We've seen him in SG-1. Seen him in Atlantis. Now becomes a semi-regular on Universe. He's badly wounded. Even the slightest of trouble, Lieutenant. I'll bring you back, sir. Bing. I want to finish my book. Mm. At least put the bookmark in, so I know where I got to. 
I need to speak to General O'Neill. Second-guessing a decision is a waste of time. I'm not there, but I'm starting to wonder if maybe I should be. That's it, Jack. Reading the right act. This should be done, Colonel. Over. Yes, sir. At the time, I believed that venting the gate room would kill both Dr. Russia and Colonel Telford. They deserve the chance. We lost two 302 pilots sent to stop the attack. I'm sorry. Colonel Carter knew she'd lose her ship if she tried to save them, but it was the right decision. <laughs> two men that you really not keen on. You'd already vented the atmosphere only once. Jack's been in this position before, probably where he's had to sacrifice men because the mission demanded it. Yes, sir. But I think we've seen that. Jack has a vested interest in Everett. Yeah. Mm. They are friends. He's, he has probably served within the SGC during the time we were watching Atlantis. See, they even, even brought blowtorches with them. They, come, they came prepared. Yep. So, no one pea doesn't fit every lock? <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind of cut through, work their way around the doors, aren't they? Suppose it also takes the uh, venting atmosphere equation out of it. Yeah, venting the atmosphere there, you're going to lose half the ship. We're good. Well, hey, thankful for... Stop turning the shield off. <laughs> you are here. Yeah, you, can tr you can trust yeah. me. <laughs> you just realised this now. I'd have thought that's the first thing you look at every time the ship yeah. stops. How long have we got this time? I don't know about you, but I'd be worried about that breach in the hull, even if it is covered by the shield. Shields can fail. What are you doing? Just checking to make sure we're headed in the right direction. Obviously not. Access to what? That room? Oh, he's going all the way around. This way. Why would Telford have a code? Yeah. You mean, why wouldn't Telford's code have been disabled once he discovered he was a traitor? Unless he gave himself a code then. What? Now, say, I'm not, I'm not quite happy with a spaceship that dripped water either. Someone just activated a console in one of the access corridors. Uh. That's not dripping, that's just condensation. No, there was a pipe and it was dripping water about 15 seconds ago. Colonel, a console just came on using Telford's code. There's a cordoned off section coming our way. That's his move. <laughs> Duck and cover just in case. <laughs> There's no air on his side. Yeah, yeah, right about now is when you want to find a Kino booth so you can make a little hover chair. <laughs> Eli, have you seen Alien? <laughs> Alien, I should say. Dark and gloomy. We'll be fine. Nothing to be scared of down this corridor. I worry people are surprisingly strong. Well, he'll, he'll feel that eventually in his lower back. There's <laughs> a reason we've never been out this far. A ton of compartments. All right, it's a pressurized. Thank you. Hang on. It's red because it's depressurized. Or locked. Ready? He's got a plan. What could possibly go wrong? <sighs> this is Ian Shalibi. He's playing the Aleutian Alliance officer. Uh-oh, hole in the shield. I remember this. I thought this was earlier. I thought this was later. Of course she's sure, Eli. Stop worrying about her. Meanwhile, back with those playing hide and seek. It's locked. Stand by. Yes, sir. We're good to go. Ready. Just get the word, sir. It's locked down. I'll handle it. A well-constructed ambush by Young and Telford. Only now they've got to trip it.
Get ready. Ooh. Oh, this is not a good way to go. He's a vampire. Just keep, just <laughs> yeah. keep standing there. <laughs> Get out of the line. I'm, I'm surely I must play the Buffy oh, music at this point. He's melted. That is intense radiation. Yeah. Yet no reddening of the metal or the floor to show that the steel's getting hot. There's <laughs> probably inured to it. And it's not steel, it's some alien metal. Yeah, but it still can be cut through with a second torch. So not exactly strong metal. Joel has really created a soundtrack and music cues that is spooky to the max. Really suits the visuals. Ready? Hmm. <laughs> Don't shoot him. He's one of ours, I think. Maybe. What happened? You didn't do that? What is that? Just a minute ago, it was a man. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can we weaponize it? Yeah, sounds good. Let's do it again. Keep bringing them through here. This is young. Everybody stand down. Plan B. Failed. Graves disappointed. He wanted to kill someone. Throw <laughs> yeah. me a radio. Radio. I've got me gun ready. I've got me bullets. Three clicks. Go to channel six. We're gonna have to try this again. Everyone's just gone left in there. Yeah, they did. It's whole life being Telford. That would be a good time to smash. He doesn't want to stand in the door. It's disrespectful. Don't break it in. Everybody's dead, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Well, how does he know he hasn't just got a dose of lethal radiation standing there inhaling it? Yeah. This is nothing. Now, most of the set decoration for this scene came from Atlantis. <laughs> they had a lot of trouble with this episode. They had so many sets to build, they didn't have the studio space. So they were redressing time and time and time again. So that one corridor shot. Yeah. World of Warcraft. <sighs> wow, that must have given you quite the sense of accomplishment. <sighs> Eli. Okay, okay, okay. Here, a little break. A little break. Yeah. Uh, uh, there he is. His back's gone. I've got to put you down or I'm going to drop you. Did they spray him with water or did they just make him walk out? No, it's probably just carrying Chloe around. They polished floors, just grab body arm and drag her. She'll slide. <laughs> and in country, David said to her, What have you been eating? She is one of them women that can put it away, really not, mm. you know. Yeah. Like Greer. Reconnect them off. At first, we have to figure out what to do with the prisoners. And then, there's that whole post-victory celebration. I mean, streamers everywhere. I'm so tired. Don't you die? Oh, I won't have to carry you anymore, <laughs> would I? <laughs> Where's one of those doors that fence into space? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I turned a corner and she was Sorry. gone. Sorry. <laughs> Honest. <laughs> always remember much, you. He's far too much still in love with her to do that. I'm going to take care of you. A nice touching moment between Chloe and Eli. They are a good couple. Friend zone, probably. But sometimes you take what you can get. It wasn't them. Now, I don't know what happened to our man, but I know that they had nothing to do with it. They don't have anything that could do that to a person. Are you telling me that they had nothing to do with this? What happened? Yeah, this is a complication they don't really want. Mm. You don't want either side to be even more suspicious of the other. You're never going to get any sort of arrangement or deal done. Only what caused it? That's what I'm trying to figure out. They're making their move. It wouldn't be that obvious. Colonel Young, would you care to tell me what's going on? We don't know. One of my men is dead. 
Another one. We didn't kill that one. We killed some others, but not that one. He's not dead, he's evaporated. An important distinction. I'm going to ask for a show of good faith. What do you want? I assume at this point she's playing the TJ card, A, because she's woman, a woman, and B, because she's pregnant, not because she thinks there's a connection. Yeah. Colonel? That's it, play it cool. I'll take this in privacy. <laughs> Lieutenant. How are you? I'm fine. We're all fine. What is it that they want? Some of their people are injured badly. I'm gonna need medical supplies to help them. Mm -hmm. Rush doesn't need to hear that. They're all lost as expendable. Everybody's expendable except Nicholas Rush. You're using their medical supplies. Yeah, here we go. A goodwill gesture doesn't have to accomplish anything. Of course it does. So they like medical supplies. Who knows what else they might lack? Food? Water? Now in time they're gonna get desperate and make their move and when they do, they'll be dealing with the hostages first. Yeah, so he's probably got this rehearsed. His accent's coming on, isn't it, yeah. when he gets a little bit more yeah. emotional. They do. <laughs> Emil at times is incredibly naive. Yeah. There's a reason you kept on getting knocked back for that top mm -hmm. job. You're not pragmatic enough. Yeah, you think that's it. It's not because you're a woman, it's not because you're gay. It's just that you haven't got the killer instinct. What? <laughs> Were you into it, Alan? I was in it. <laughs> Actually, leaning forward with Nelbo on the rest. <laughs> this is getting good, finally. <laughs> well, no, I just... That just stopped. Yeah. Did this show was a double episode? No, no. Bloody hell, I must have been this annoyed when it happened as well. Mm. <laughs> what year was the broadcast? 2010. I was still drinking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was one funny comment on the commentary that I made a point of writing it down. Elena was saying she read on a, a message board, I guess I can see why she gets knocked up all the time. <laughs> She chose to take it as a compliment on her looks. So, a good commentary between Elise and Elena. They had a lot of fun. And little Charlie woke up a few times. Obviously, uh, a little bit hungry, needed feeding. I wonder if this was around the time, too, when uh, they both got interviewed for that magazine and that famous cover shot coming up. What, the, the silver bikini? Yeah, was, there was one, one piece, wasn't it? Was that another one? Oh, okay. I don't know, there were quite a few oh, of them. Okay. Okay, then, a little bit of trivia on the episode. And in Makita, the director, he directed 29 episodes of SG-1, 22 of Atlantis and 12 of Universe. He's also directed Brutai, Sanctuary, Primeval New World, Bitten, Killjoy, Cedar Cove, Motive, and four episodes of the upcoming show Travellers, which I am looking forward to. Paul Mully and Joseph Malozzi, the writers, 39 episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis and 12 of Universe. They've written Delete, Dark Matter, which they created, Transport of the Series, The Lost World, Little Bear, Big Wolf on Campus, and Student Bodies. Right then, that was Incursion Part 1. Pretty good episode, lots of action, some excellent cameos from, uh, well, you know who from, of course. Always nice to see uh, Richard Dean Anderson and Amanda Tapping on the show, and little Daniel in a <laughs> small video. That was, well, technically, that was a speaking role, so he would have got paid for that, wouldn't he? He would have got some payment because his likeness was used, yeah. definitely, yeah. And uh, it wasn't a uh, it wasn't a reused video. It was a new video too about Lucian Alliance. So, well, he probably filmed that sequence when he was in guest starred in last week's episode. Yeah, we need you for five minutes. Say a couple of lines. <laughs> no, it was good. It just I suppose the last one was now subversion. How it sort of flows into this, the immediate stop at the end, and we need to go and press play on number two. It definitely was rather abrupt, but 
full credits with it. It's not as if, you know, mm. <laughs> it, just, it just stopped and you think, was this a bad rip or something? <laughs> Cut the last two minutes off. Yeah. Right then. Okay, folks, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. Uh, once again, probably run a little bit short. Not going to be blabbering too much. We're going to be recording the next episode straight after we uh, say goodbye of this one. Is there anything else we need to say about this, do you think? Ah, good episode. I think my uh, genuine reaction at the end says it all. Yes. If you're going to end an episode on, uh, not exactly a cliffhanger, but on, on the precipice of a cliffhanger. Yeah. That's more, as you're floating serenely down the river, you start to hear a roar in the distance, you realise it's a waterfall. <laughs> you see that mist. Hang on, is that mist? <laughs> it's the, oh shit, moment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Would you like to give your contact information and your Transformers podcast information? If you head over to transformersdca.com, that's where all the info is. Transformers Collectors Club Australia, little club I'm running down here, and uh, you can contact me through there if you need to. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Gatecast, Incursion Part 1. Next week, we are going to be looking at Incursion Part 2. Brad will be joining us for that as well. Wait, you, Brad. <laughs> On the season finale of Stargate Universe. I want you to transfer the ship systems to us. We don't have much time before the shield fails. If you don't help us, we will all die. I understand completely. I will kill again. Don't miss the season finale of Stargate Universe next Friday at 9, only on Sci-Fi. Imagine greater. Okay, then. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Brad. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Stargate forever.